On today's episode, entitled He Wasn't the Dad for Me, we hear from Chris, Zach, and Valerie about the games that they played over the summer, and we also get to hear from our new sponsor, LA's Best Induced Amnesia. Welcome back, everybody, to A Good Waste of Time. Well done to Welcome back to another edition of A Good Waste of Time, and we took a little hiatus over the summer to regroup, to find ourselves. Most of us went to India, all of us are back here, and um, we are so excited to talk to you about the games that we played this summer, and then to share with you anything that we're looking forward to coming down the pipe. Uh, I have my good friend and ex-lover here, Chris, in the studios. Oh, <laughs> yes, hello. <laughs> And Valerie, way over in Boston. Hi, Valerie. Hey, guys. Uh, that's on the other coast, I think. We're not. We're uh, not. I think it's next to Iceland. Okay. <laughs> we're. Uh, yeah, we're on the south coast, almost. Yes. Right you know, I never heard it called that. I was like, wait, that you guys aren't in the west coast. There's only east and west, <laughs> right? No. <laughs> what? We, we are close to the south coast. I mean, uh, 12, 10 to 12 hours close. It's a long drive. Yeah. I uh, almost made it this summer. Never <laughs> doing that again. Yeah. All right. So we're going to hear about the games that we tackled this summer, what we got to play. Um, and then if there's anything interesting coming up that we're looking forward to. And Valerie, you've got your first day back to school tomorrow. Is that right? Yeah, I, I have... Uh, I feel like I'm going back to prison or something. <laughs> I, just, I had such a great summer because I didn't go to school and now reality is coming back into my life. I don't want it to. And what, what are you working on? Are you working on a master's or a... No, I'm, at, I'm working on my second bachelor's uh -huh. uh, in, in computer science. Ooh. I was thinking about doing my master's, but um, I was having so much trouble... <laughs> with it i'm like there's no way i'm gonna skip over anything i'm just gonna do my uh my bachelor's and if it goes okay i'll think about it later but it, it was really hard working and and going to school so yeah um i didn't want to push it i just wanted to get it done all right well computer science man i want to i want to know more about that but but um you were telling us earlier that you had a really good summer that you had some time to dive into gaming and and, uh, and some other stuff and so yeah how was your summer and then what what did you get to tackle as far as video games so my summer was extra good because I had um, I got a new job which is way less stress and it's it's great it's in my field but even better they pushed my start date back so I had 10 days in between my job that I left and the job that I was going to and the entire time, all I did was play Stardew Valley, like literally <laughs> eight hours a day. Nice. <laughs> That's all I did. Shoot. It was so fun and great. And, um, you know, I don't play it that much now, but I, I almost can't believe I'm saying it by how much I played uh, over, over um, the beginning of the summer. It was obsessive. So now, 
Have you have you guys played it? I I've only seen some previews and stuff. I haven't picked it up yet. I've played it on my Steam account and as of earlier this year uh, on my Nintendo Switch. And it's amazing. Uh, <laughs> do you prefer one over the other? I prefer the Switch because I can play it anywhere. The Switch is is dangerous when paired with Stardew Why? Valley. Because oh. it's well you can play it anywhere. So you kinda get lost in in the in the valley while oh, you're no. out and about and you're like, Oh, I've been in the library for six hours and that kid is calling the cops on me. <laughs> Because they think uh, I'm super creepy. That's bad news yeah. for me. That might be trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I've, I've dabbled in it. Is it like a farming it's, game or what? It, it is, but that's deceptive because oh, I don't yeah. care really about farms. Yeah. I, I care about dating sims. That's what this is. Oh. I got I got really, really into like building friendship levels with all the people and um going levels and mines like everything is uh it's almost like real life when you find something um i used to like to track like how many hours i did this like how many days in a row i worked out like i always like to quantify everything and this is sort of what you can do in the game funky yeah you there's too much to do everything in that game. Yeah. So you really kind of have to focus on a few things and just go for it. Mm. At least in my opinion. So there's a farming backdrop, but it's really about like, um, you know, m- making romantic liaisons, that kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, p- partially, but you don't have to do it. Like I have a friend who never got married. She didn't do any of the friendships. She just worked on her farm. Um, I have a farm that I kind of tended but i i concentrated more on the mines where you can get jewels and you can get um treasure or whatever um there's like a fishing sim in it that people are really into but i have to say their fishing is really bad i don't like their (laughs) system at all i hate it it's terrible i think fishing in any video game should just be stopped can we stop this, please? It was I mean, it was funny in Ocarina of Time, but let's just end it. No please more fishing. Yeah. Wow. Terrible. This is worse than usual, though. I have to say, it's really bad. Yeah, I wasn't um, a fan of it. Yeah, it's so it's it's really fun. Now, I, it's not for everybody. Uh, I tried to get my husband to play. He didn't really like it. We were gonna do. They they just came out with uh, sort of cooperative. I thought we yeah, were gonna do that. that. We're not. We're not going to. He's not into it. So mm-hmm. not for everybody. Wow. So, I mean, what would you say is the major appeal? Is it um, exploration or just kind of like the social aspect of the game? Um, there's there's like a comforting uh, kind of feeling that a lot of people get from it. I did a lot of reading on this, like what other people like, because I couldn't figure out what I liked about it. Huh. So, um a lot of people have um, sort of leveling that they like, and it's in a comforting way. I don't know. I I really liked the friendships and the minds the best. For some reason, those were like my favorite things. Very cool. Well, and, and yeah. a lot like how Harvest Moon was for years before Stardew Valley came out. It just kind of yeah, it, it was now, it was really nice because you just got control of you were just a character in a town. And the whole point was just to live. 
And like you went and visited people, you brought them gifts, you kind of just tended to your own land. And for some weird reason, it's incredibly appealing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's always compared to that. Now, I didn't play um, I didn't play Harvest Moon, uh, just circumstances, but I probably would have loved it too because they're they're very similar, is what people say. Mm. Yeah, I've played a lot of uh, a lot of versions of Harvest Moon, and Stardew Valley is. It seems to me just kind of like a new age Harvest Moon. There's a lot more to do. I haven't played any of the more recent Harvest Moon, so I don't really know where we are at now. Uh, but it it is it definitely borrows a lot from it, which is fine. I mean, it's Stardew Valley is a great game all on its own. I, I'm not like, oh, it's a Harvest Moon clone. Yeah, <laughs> it's but it's good. It's got its own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Valerie, do you primarily play on computer like Steam or or what's what's your yeah. platform? Okay. Yeah, mostly. Um, and uh, we have some old systems. I have a, a DS also, but it's really just computer or phone games gotcha. for me right now. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I, everything that comes out for a, a system, I'm always like, well, we can get it for a computer, so mm-hmm. why? Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. And yeah, and I don't play a lot of dating sims per se um i've played some kind of graphic novel kind of things but yeah that's just that's a whole new a whole new world for me so to speak (laughs) well speaking of a whole new world and also games that are not for everybody uh i spent a pretty big portion playing this game called dream daddy (laughs) sounds fancy it's a dating sim uh, where you're a dad who dates other dads, basically. <laughs> it is so cute. Um, <laughs> I I could, you know, I had a cat shirt on. Oh, man. I, you know, I think I made it so that my husband died. So I was like a, like a widower. And I moved into this neighborhood where there's a bunch of like hot dads who all are like up for dating, basically. That sounds like my town, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Now there's there's a couple issues. Like there there was a lot going for it. Like there was a trans dad that was really nice to see. They didn't make a big deal about it. Yeah. Um. A, a friend of mine um was saying that um she had issues with um one of the bi dads cheating on his wife with you. Mm. I didn't play. I didn't date that character. Um, I could see how that would be. Yeah, um, that sounds like a lot you know, of drama. I, yeah, yeah, and um, you know, just treating it as you know, they couldn't be poly or anything like that. So I, I pretty much stayed away from him anyway. He wasn't really the dad for me. Mm, uh, I didn't want to cheat enough. with somebody. Uh, but yeah, it it was really cute. There was like a goth dad. There was, um, <laughs> you know, sort of a. Uh, bro dad um it, it it was really it was really cute but here's the worst part um my number one dad that i dated it, it went great now my number two dad because i wanted to do i wanted to do each ending with my favorite dad the number two dad i did um they had sort of uh video game type things that you have to pass like a test yeah um and i failed one of the dads and he did not he just wanted to be friends. Oh, man. He puts you in the friend zone. 
I know I'm not used to that from a dating sim. <laughs> Usually everyone wants to date you. That's it was it was kind of disappointing. Um so I have a lot of questions. Well, can I ask one question really fast? Can we yeah. name this episode He Wasn't the Dad for Me? <laughs> I mean, that's just the greatest line I've ever heard. He wasn't the dad for me. Oh, dear. Yeah. I like that. I mean, they set it up. They have, like, when you're waiting for loading screen, they have a bunch of, like, dadisms. Like, like um, there are a lot of dad jokes. Um, but here's... Here's the best part: the relationship between all the dads and and uh, not all the dads and the kids. Some kids were kind of jerky, but the dad, the main dad, me and my daughter had a great relationship. I really loved seeing it. It was it was so sweet. Okay, well, my first question is: dating, like when you say a dating sim, is dating just a euphemism for like a sexual interaction, or is it actually just about? getting to know somebody and like, I don't know, hearing about their past and stuff. I, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm, I'm very ignorant about this whole. No, no. Usually, um, I would say usually it's, uh, more, I would say there, it, you get to the point where you're getting together physically with, with the date earlier in other games in this game. Okay. Um, you're really getting to know the dads. You don't even kiss them. Um, until the third date and then that's like when things get serious like and it even says are you sure you want to commit to this dad because it's the third it's the third date you know what that means you know so um there was one dad that i had a one night stand with uh and then i could never get the good ending with him because i i did the one night stand (laughs) with him wow (laughs) yeah and at the end i was like you know, don't kick me out. We're not going to keep doing this one night stand stuff. And he's like, well, there's other dads I can date instead. (laughs) Damn. He was looking for those high standards. It's true. And then I was also kind of curious, I guess I was curious about the kind of the dad aspect because is it, was it kind of like saying that all of the dads were homosexual the whole time. So there might've been like some adoptions going on or, or was it um, like they were newly, they, they newly figured out that they were gay, I guess. There's all sorts. Now they let you pick if you adopted the daughter with the, the other husband that you had. Uh-huh. Um, if you used to have a wife that the kid was from and then, you know, the other dad was like the stepdad. You know, you could pick that for yourself. Huh. Um, it seemed like some of them you don't know um, what ha- you know what the circumstances okay. are. Uh, one of the dads you went to college with, and you knew that he, um, you knew his wife before they got divorced. So oh. that that was um, one person that you know. Um, the trans dad, I don't know. Um, what the circumstances were um, with him. Was he married before? You know, you really don't even know that much about his past. Um, And yeah, it's pretty much um, some of them you don't know, some of them you do know. Um, The the one that I liked the best, his name was Matt. Um, And part of the reason I picked him first is because I also liked his daughter. Some of the guys, um, they're their kids were jerks. Oh, wow. So I was like, because it's part of the package. You can't just like, you know, yeah. get, get yeah. rid of the kid. 
Yeah, man, that's, so, it, it, that's just like real life. Yeah, exactly. Um, I I liked the way things were handled mostly, but I do see um, you know some of the some of the points uh, that my friend made about about um, you know the one by dad having like sneaking around, mm. kind of being bad press for by people who don't need any more press. <laughs> bad press you know, like people who people are jerky to them as it is. So gotcha. Yeah, it was really fun. Well, cool. So you got to play Stardew Valley and then uh, Sexy Dad Simulator? Date my dad? Dream Daddy. Dream Daddy. Man, that, yeah, I'm going to have to pick that up. That sounds kind of cool. It's great. It's really, it's really fun. Is that like a new level in Dating Sims? Man, I'm so ignorant about this whole genre, so. Uh, I mean, the highest level of Dating Sim, if you ask me, yeah. is uh, Had a Full Boyfriend. Uh, That's like... The weirdest, most elaborate one that I've played. Because you're dating pigeons. Yeah, but you have weird. to. You have to pick the right kind of seed to give them. You have to say the right thing when you visit them at their work. You know, everything's because pigeons really, have jobs. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. You have to get a guide for that. Man, that sounds tough. Now you can. There's a there's a setting in that where you can turn the pigeons into actual people, right? There I have not played this myself, but that? well, exactly. That was my question. I was like, why would you buy a game called, uh, I, I forget the first part, but Pigeon Boyfriend, Adam basically. Cool. Yeah. And then play it without pigeons. That doesn't, I know. That doesn't make any sense. Especially because so much is about pigeons that they talk about. Like they're really pigeons. You go to a pigeon school and you're a human in a pigeon school. <laughs> I'm so confused. Yeah, that's a strange place. I'm so confused. Yeah, like if someone says, what's the weirdest game you ever played? That might be the one. Yeah, either that or Shower with Your Dad Simulator. I haven't picked, I haven't got that far yet. A friend sent me that on Steam as a joke. (laughs) I was like, I'm not unboxing this because then it will be in my library. (laughs) People will be able to see it. They would announce it. Yeah, Yeah. everyone would know. 900 hours on record. (laughs) (laughs) That's the, the pinnacle. One, I played another one that um, is kind of boring compared to it because this is this one probably everybody played. I started playing uh, Portal. Oh snap! Yeah, now I played it before um, with my ex, but he was the one steering. So mm. um, I, you know, I played it, but I was kind of paying attention. Now, now I'm actually steering it, and I'm kind of bad at the motor skill kind of game so uh there's a lot of dying uh but it's still it's really cute and it's really fun and creative and yeah it's wonderful yeah gladys man she's like such a great villain the best yes yeah oh man yeah Port Port... one and two i know they're both really incredible fantastic no, I never played two because, uh, you know, my, my husband never played one and I didn't want to skip to two without him seeing one because one is so good also. Right. Yeah, yeah, def- definitely start with one. Yes. Yeah, that game's incredible. But Steven Merchant in two is awesome. Yeah. He's so good. Oh, man. All right, I'm look- looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Man, those are some good ones, Valerie. And- and um, certainly nothing that I got around to this summer. So that's, yeah, I got to I gotta check out some of those games. Awesome. And then before you head out, is, is there anything 
that you're looking forward to? Anything like uh, any new games that you're excited about? You know, I this is kind of a weird thing to say, but uh, my husband is obsessed with Fallout 76. Oh my god, yes. Now, Fallout seems good. I didn't play it. I watched him play it here and there, you know, not really paying attention. It seems good. It seems fine. But every single day we watch a video about Fallout 76. (laughs) Like every day. And I feel like it's like kind of building with me. And it could also maybe be played as a farming sim. Fair enough. Fallout 4, yeah. City builder. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. I don't... (laughs) That kind of doesn't count, but it kind of does at the same time. Gotcha. But by and large, you're probably it doesn't sound like you you like action role playing games that much. No, but I have a system worked out for games that have a lot of plot along with it, like uh, like Mass Effect. Um, I'll just be writing or messing around online during the fighting, and then oh, something's happening. Time to pay attention. Huh. Mass Effect was a good one. So that that's yeah. so that's like uh, you're watching someone else play, and then and then when it's boring, you'll wander off. Is that is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, pretty much. Huh. Uh, and it it works out really well because the fighting has nothing to do with the plot most of the time. Right. So you can just you know you don't have to pay attention. And what am I going to say? Like, just punch that guy. You know, <laughs> I don't have. I don't have anything to contribute, but then you get to the part with the plot, and I'm like, you better, you know, pick this romance. You know, we yeah. decide ahead of time what if we're going to be nice, if we want to romance this person, you know, things like that. Yeah, that's cool. So, so gaming for you is like, um, it sounds like almost social in itself. You're always kind of with somebody, and you guys yeah. are working through the game together. Yeah, and some some games I play, like I'm better at StarCraft, so when StarCraft comes out, that's that's what I'll steer. Um, and steer. then that, that's what we call it. One of us steers, and the other person's like the backseat driver. Yeah, that's pretty rad. Yeah, it's fun. That uh, my wife and I we've done that a few times, and um, it's mostly with like horror games. Um, I think we even talked about Until Dawn last time we yeah. were together. Yeah, like that's a game that we just play together, and um, and those are few and far between. But but that's a great example of like somebody's in charge, the other person's sort of like trying to help direct what's going on. Yeah, I mean, if you play a lot of adventure games, like like I do, it it kind of doesn't matter who clicks the the clue, you know. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Well, cool. So you're gonna hop into some Fallout. I like it, Valerie. Uh, you mentioned that you had a DS. Yeah. And that you like story driven games. I was just curious if you've ever played Hotel Dusk, Room 215. No. Really? Oh my I gosh. I've never even heard of it. Oh, oh, you have to. You have to find it. it okay. I think you can get it on eBay for like $15. Okay. Uh, but it is such a wonderfully different game. I, it was very different for its time. It's, it's an old game. I mean, it's, you know, pre 3DS. Um, so it's just a regular DS game, but it well, was, that's all I have. So that's right? well, there you go. Yeah. It, it was a, it was a magical game. I really, really enjoyed it. The whole art style, like you hold your DS like a book because it's, huh. it's kind of like a visual novel as you go through it. Uh, I will warn you, there is one point in the game where if you didn't like 
see a fire extinguisher or something, you lose. And oh, it sucks. So <laughs> yeah. So that kind of stinks. But it's right. it's an experience. It yeah, definitely check that out. Yeah, I definitely will. Thank you. I, you know, any anything like that, there's always somebody saying something, you know, this this game's really unusual. And, we, and, you know, that's exactly what I want. Nice. Yep. Well, that's that, I think, would be right up your alley. And at um, least just watch a playthrough of it or something. I don't know. I think playing the game is the more important part, but but getting to experience it is is quite a treat. Hotel well, Dusk? It looks like it's even mm-hmm. less than that. I just looked on eBay. It looks like it's like 12 bucks. Oh, well, there you go. Shoot fire. <laughs> yeah. Well, shoot fire. All right. Uh, so tonight's episode is called uh, Not the Right Dad for Me. Is that right? Oh, I say it in my notes. He wasn't the right dad. He wasn't the dad for me. Very good. I also have owl pellets in my notes. I don't know what I'm writing down on my phone. Owl pellets? Don't forget to pick those up. Well, cool. Well, Valerie, do you have to hop off? We we wish you a great day tomorrow. I wish I didn't, but I do. Thanks, Valerie. Thanks Thanks for joining us. Yeah, nice hearing from you again. Yeah, nice to hear you. Today's episode of Good Waste of Time is brought to you by LA's Best Induced Amnesia. Are you tired of the life you've made for yourself? Is your personality feeling a bit flat? Come to LA, home to Guns N' Roses and Steven Seagal, and hit the reset button on your psyche. Induced amnesia is a largely safe procedure that involves a myriad of drugs, percussion instruments, and modernized lobotomy technology. Choose from our many packages, including Perma Amnesia, Foggy Weeks, and I Just Don't Care Anymore, a.k.a. the Phil Collins Package. Add a bit of mystery by waking up in an exotic location, such as Sailboat, Viper Pit, or Post-Raucous Party. With LA's Best Induced Amnesia, you can live forever in a confusing fog, or just reset your personality to become the great person you've always dreamed about. Disclaimers, results are not guaranteed, and actual procedure must be done offshore. All right, we lost Valerie, and uh, we're going to continue on with just Chris and myself, just like the old days. (gasps) The days of yore. Yeah. I wonder when we uploaded the first episode. I don't don't quite... It was uh, Christmas night, right? Was it? No, well, we we recorded Christmas Mm -hmm. night. Okay. Or... Were you, yeah, you guys were at our house for Christmas, right? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. We were in, we were in my office, and nice. I edited the video to sound like we were in a cave, <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't very good quality. All right, well, a good waste of time has come a long way, and um, it's just good to be back here with you, Chris. Oh, yeah, yes. Nice. All right, so uh, how was how was your summer as far as video games go? Did you get to play much not really uh i got to play a few games but not any point to where i could really sink my teeth in i started a lot yeah um i got a switch in may and i guess we haven't been recording since then right yeah right so like the the mario odyssey breath of the wild on the switch damn don't starve uh Stardew Valley, there it is. Did they already release um, a Dark Souls? Has that come out already? It has not. Okay. Uh, they have released the remastered edition for PlayStation 4 and maybe Xbox One. 
I don't, I'm not an Xboxer, so I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they haven't released it on the Switch, which is bullshit. I know. Because that's what that's the whole point. Yeah. I don't want to remaster Dark Souls on the PS4. <laughs> no, I want it on the Switch so I can take it with me. No doubt. That's cool. So you got some Mario, and and, and you, I get to play a little bit of the Zelda with you, and I thought it was quite quite lovely. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, that was one that I didn't really get to get into too much. Uh, I played a lot more Mario Odyssey just because it was a lot easier because I was moving around a lot. So Mario, you know, it's just kind of a run and jump. Yeah. Jump on that guy, puzzle solving. Whereas Zelda, there was a lot more storyline involved. And right. Just trying to get back into a Zelda game because uh, I haven't, I'll be honest with you, I don't think I've really played a Zelda game that was 3D since Ocarina of Time. You missed Wind Waker? Uh, that's right. Yeah, I did play Wind Waker. Okay. Wind Waker was, was, was really good. That was the game. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that was, I think the last Zelda that I played. I didn't play Skyward Sword. I didn't play Twilight Princess. Uh, I'm sure that there's one in there that people are like, wow, really? (laughs) You forgot? What kind of Zelda fan are you? And if it's Majora's Mask, if that's what you're thinking, you know what? No, thank you. Get out of (laughs) here. Get on. I know that game was supposed to be really good, but I, I did not like it. I gotcha. Yeah, um, I did... I, after the Super Nintendo uh, Link to the Past, I didn't play anything until Wind Waker, so I didn't play any of the N64. Did you play Ocarina of Time? No. Ooh. Yeah, dude. Shame on you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, the Switch, I think that's, that's sort of one of my goals is to pick up the Switch and get, get that Zelda... Um, it just it just looks like I don't know. Looks like the pinnacle of the, the switch of the has game. been amazing, uh, especially for me because I live in a home with another person that likes using the television yeah. for other things other than watching me play XCOM too. Yeah, or fair something enough. like that. Uh, so it's nice to have the switch in my hands. I actually haven't played the switch on my television. But maybe one time, and wow. that was when I was playing with Kimberly. I think we were playing like some game called. So Snake you're almost Pets. always portable. Always portable. That's cool. Yeah, um, and of course the newest game on Switch that I've been playing is uh, Octopath Time Traveler, which I think is a wonderful game. Cool. I I am obsessed. I'm com- I am will be forever stuck in that time period of gaming, like uh-huh. Super Nintendo RPGs. And that is my favorite time. My favorite era of games. And so having an RPG back with that kind of art style and a modernized hmm. uh, combat system was, was pretty neat. I, I thought it was really funny that when the game came out, there were a lot of reviews out of people giving it low scores, claiming the graphics were terrible. <laughs> they were like, what is this? These graphics are awful. I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that those guys... We're just posting that as a joke, yeah. Instead of seriously getting upset at the graphics, because it's like, how did you not know? But was it like kind of Chrono Trigger era graphics? Or I mean, I mean, yeah, kind of. Right, like that. That's what they were going for. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. probably higher fidelity. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, there were definitely effects in the game that were, you could tell it's, not from that time. And I know a lot of people got upset because as you go through the game, you pick up... Because you basically can start off with any character. There's eight different storylines going on. 
and you can start one character and then as you go through the world you pick up the rest but every time that you pick one up you have to kind of play through their opening story so i can see where a lot of people would get upset with having to reset to Mm. the opening of the game and go through this person's storyline but i thought that was really cool because everyone kind of has their own special ability that they can interact with the town with and i it's it's really fun i haven't gotten to play it too much but Mm. yeah i i definitely am very happy with that purchase cool so so it's a sort of a throwback in a way yes yeah for sure i think it was a much bigger success than anyone thought it was going to be uh i i knew i was really gonna like it from the very first second i heard of it but again that's my kind of game so i'm glad to see that there's other people out there (laughs) that still enjoy that style yeah and um sort of a classic turn-based rpg is that what you'd say yes yeah uh the combat system reminded me a lot of this game called radiant historia Mm -hmm. which was on the ds um it was a very similar kind of like turn-based like radiant historia used a grid-based battle system whereas octopath uses a strange break combat system where you can like stun the enemies by hitting them with special effective hits and just things like that. So you kind of have to cycle through whenever you fight an enemy to find what they're weak to. Huh. And then just utilize that and try and plan out functions of battle with everybody and how to do that. But yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah. Pretty neat. There it is. Well, I cool. haven't been saying neat since we did our podcast last time. Here it is. It's back. Neato. Neat. All right, so you played some Octopath. Yeah. And then all of the Switch mainstays. Yes, yeah. Uh, a couple... You know, like Darkest Dungeon, Stardew Valley, oh, yeah. and Don't Starve. Those were on my Switch wish list, which were all fun. I mean, I love those games. Um, yeah, gosh, and aside from that, I did play XCOM 2, as I was mentioning. Uh-huh. Uh, I thought that was awesome. And, and that's, a, that's a sort of a strategy game, right? Yes, XCOM that's a, like a turn-based strategy game. It's uh, I was about to say it's, it's, it's much like XCOM, but... Of course it is. But the uh, yeah. Uh, the really funny thing was in it, that it, it randomly generates characters for you. Uh-huh. And there was one day where I was playing, and Kimberly walked in, and she was just kind of, you know, going about her business, and she looked at the screen, and she was like, oh, is that me? <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? And the, char- the soldier that was on the screen was, uh, it was a spitting image. I've heard like the hairdo, like the hair color, crazy, the physique, her name, and I kid you not, was Kimberly Thompson. What? Yep, dude, I have a picture of it. I was like, crazy. "What? Are you serious?" Yeah, she kind of freaked out a little bit. Uh, and I actually <laughs> had to stop playing the game because I was, I like the stress of not getting her killed was so high because I just I. And I didn't want to like just leave her sitting in the barracks the whole time. Right. Like, that sounded like a dick move. But I also couldn't risk her dying because XCOM is permadeath. So if someone dies, they're gone. They just get a new grunt. So yeah, that was that was pretty pretty stressful, and I just kind of stopped playing after. A while. <laughs> so I, I don't know. But it was yeah, it was it was you know XCOM same old same old. Gotcha. I don't know if did you ever play XCOM? Um, uh, I have not. There was there is a game I'm really interested. It's like XCOM Declassified. It's is that the first person shooter? Um, it wasn't a first person shooter, but it seemed to be 
it seemed to still be tactical. It is, right? It's like a tactical... Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a isometric turn-based uh, where, like, you can run to cover and, like, you kind of explore the map through uh, sending your troops around to different areas and uh-huh. you can have them in cover and there's a fog of war so you can't see what's going on in the whole map and you kind of just have to rush to obje- uh, objectives throughout the game. And, gotcha. Yeah, fight off alien hordes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I would like to pick up uh, either one, the first or second, but I haven't got around to it yet, so that sounds pretty dope, man. Yeah, and I think the only other game that I can think of that I played this summer, and this one was, of course, the one I played the very most of, was Magic the Gathering Arena. I got which, to see that. man, uh, it's about time. Shoot. <laughs> Like, they actually made a Magic Online that, in my opinion, is just fantastic. Cool. I'd like For modern players, Legacy, Commander, anything like that, no, it's not great. But for standard or, you know, constructed drafting, it's it's really nice. I love the format that they've done with it. Um, I play it all the time. Because I, I love playing Magic, but I never get to. So, it's a nice outlet. And it's always um, like a real-life opponent, right? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's awesome. Yes, yeah. Um, and I've finally gotten to like really go out there and test my deck-building skills because I've just spent years building decks uh-huh. without really people to play with except for <laughs> my roommate here and there, uh, which that's never a really good idea of how good I am at yeah. it. And at first it was not great, but then I, I, I came up with, with one or two decks that have been pretty consistent winners cool. um, i won every single match i think i've only lost twice out of like 25 times with with one deck so that's dude pretty impressive um now that game so, so what is it called again the full title? magic or mtg arena okay i don't know if it's the abbreviation or if it is a full magic the gathering arena on yeah. my desktop it says mtg arena so. And is it still in beta, or is it just out there? I think it's come out of beta. Okay. I know it was in beta for really uh, a long time there, and I and I was in the beta, so I still might be. But I, for some odd reason, think that they have come like they've actually launched it. I could be very wrong. <laughs> I just play it. I don't care about anything else. Man, yeah, it looked awesome, and um, I loved that it was like almost all real life opponents and then you could buy booster packs i guess to like yeah make, make well your deck and yeah stuff. so very much like hearthstone if anyone's ever played that you can gain in-game currency by completing daily quests and objectives uh so you don't ever really have to buy anything but if you want to you can use real currency to buy in-game booster packs uh you can buy your way into a, a booster draft to where you, you know, go through and decks and pass to opponents and you That's build your deck that crazy. way. Is that it's, like a, a virtual experience or it, it it isn't as much as I would really like to see it one day because drafting in my opinion has a lot to do with being at the table with people, like yeah. kind of getting a read on what everyone's doing. Uh huh. Whereas when you're on the computer you just see what you're given and so you just kinda of have to make deductions based on what you get and what you haven't seen uh in a while so gotcha. 
Yeah, I, 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 in the, that's no different than in real life, but at least in real life, you know, you can kind of read people's facial expressions if they have something where they're like, ooh, I got something really good, and it's like, watch out for that guy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's usually me. <laughs> I'll be like, I got a planeswalker. Well, that, yeah. that would be cool to do sort of like a, um, sort of a virtual draft someday. That, that's cool. Yeah. We should do that. Awesome. What about you? Have you been playing any new games this summer? Well, um, I'm going to say the three games I've played the most are... So Battlefield 1 is what I've been playing recently. What I played most, though, was actually um, Skyrim in virtual reality. Oh, yeah, so Skyrim right. VR. Yeah, you got like, kind of lost in I Skyrim did. for a while. Yeah. yeah, I'm kind of scared to see how many hours that i logged into that game um yeah just it sucked me back in in uh, like a really kind of cool way like i i love skyrim i've loved everything that the uh elder scrolls series has come up with but um in vr the game was just a new experience it it wasn't like playing skyrim again it was just playing a whole new game and um I, I don't know. I was enthralled. Like, mostly just standing around and looking at shit. <laughs> like, that was, like, what I spent most of the game doing. Obviously, some quests, I, I you know, I went on and, and had a lot of fun. But, like, just being in a chapel or a cavern or, a, like, one of those ruins, those dwarven ruins. And um, just, like, seeing it, you know, on a, on a TV, like, on a flat screen... It's quite lovely, but then like really getting to see everything that the artists put into the game, all the cobwebs, all of the books, all of the, I don't know, just, just the design. It, 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 it uh, made me appreciate it quite a bit. So um, I, I certainly would say if, if you have the VR system and you haven't picked up that game i think it's well worth it i mean they're still charging like full price of like 50 bucks you do get all of the um the dlc with it so so there's i would hope so i know <laughs> that would be kind of ridiculous but that didn't happen with uh fallout they've released fallout in vr uh but that was only for i have the rifts so the other one's the vive they released it only on the vive and it there was no DLC and it was like a full price game. It was fifty bucks. Oh, wow. A lot, yeah. A lot Fallout of people 4? were. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Did you play? Um, I didn't. Yeah, okay. I didn't. It, it doesn't work with the Rift. It only. Uh. It, yeah. So far, anyway. So that's probably what I played most of this summer, and it's it is a great game in VR. If you if you can pick it up, I would highly suggest it. Um, I did not. I don't know how it looks on the PS4. I know it's a PS4 game. I have it on the PC. On the PC, it's it's quite lovely. Um, and then Battlefield 1 is what I played next. There's not a lot to say about Battlefield. Right, yeah, just kind of a arena shooter. Yeah. You jump in, do your yeah. thing, get out. Yeah, but man, it's it's engrossing. It's such a such a well-balanced game and most of the time you don't know who is going to win like which side so it just some of the most intense gaming experiences i've had is with battlefield so 
Is that still the case, even after all this time it's been out? You know, yeah, I think it's just getting better. Really? Uh, there, there's been some expansions, and I will say that's one flaw is, like, they release all of this great content, but then 5% of the gaming base buys it, which means that it, you can't really play it because... You know, you have to have like a critical mass of people to play um, a map. And most of the time, nobody's there because it's mostly like your kind of core users. So I don't know a way around that. So, you know, you you buy the season pass and you get all this cool stuff, but then you don't get to use it that often. But but yeah, man, I'm kind of excited about the World War II the the game they're making oh yeah 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 battlefield 5 maybe i will actually get this one cool because it's been a while i mean overwatch is the only shooter that i've purchased since the uh you know the battlefront fiasco yeah oh man that did not go well but overwatch was i had i had a really good time with that that was that's just fun that's just fun to jump in and hanzo it up hanzo's your guy yeah man every day I feel like such a loser in that game. Any other time that I play someone, I'm like, well, I suck at this. I'm terrible. Oh, look, they killed me again. Wow. Like, so that guy res me and killed me somehow. I don't know how that happened. But then I play Hanzo, and all of a sudden I'm like the way of the ninja, and I'm just making these amazing plays that, of course, no one is there to see yeah. and care about it. I mean, Kimberly sees it sometimes. I'm like, oh my gosh, you see that? She's like, I don't care. I got play of the like, game. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> cool it's very very impressive she's like i'm sure it is <laughs> thank you yeah well yeah overwatch would be my third game um i've played that a lot i have been playing it much um i mean it's it's a perfect game like if there is such a thing especially when you think about competitive balancing and all that jazz but you don't like the new hamster guy you know i don't i think my big problem is symmetra and um, the changes they made with Symmetra. I um, I don't know. She's always been one of my favorite characters. And now she's totally different. She's changed, Chris. In a, yeah. Is in, she the one that flies and has a rocket launcher? Uh, no, that is Rafara. Symmetra, she like shoots these energy orbs. And then she creates, creates the uh, portals that, that teleport. Oh, yeah. I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Man, she was awesome. Nice. Anyway, she's she's totally weird now. And then, um, yeah, what's his name? Wrecking Ball. It's kind of weird. Is it isn't the hamster's name Hammond or something? Is that right? I don't know. I'm just I'm totally guessing. I'm that sounds that sounds good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it sounds too good to pass up. I mean, come on, Blizzard. Hammond, hamster. Uh, I that's funny that that you were not a fan because when I saw him, I was like. Finally, <laughs> finally a hamster that can tear up shop. Like I was super into it. I think I was in a really kind of a place in my life where I needed like cute and cuddly. So having having Wrecking Ball show up, I was like, all right, right. cool. I I haven't played him at all. I, do you have to buy him? No, no, no. Okay, cool. No. Yeah. Well, we discussed that there was some drama. Like people are like, this is out of canon, and but right. but, but really. Look at Winston. Yeah. I mean, look at Junkrat. Look yeah. at uh, everyone. Yeah, like, what is canon? I yeah, mean, it's, it's, it's a pretty silly game when it comes up. down to it. Uh, I heard something about how in somewhere in Europe they removed the loot crates. 
from Overwatch. Really? Or like purchasable loot crates or something, I think. Huh. Maybe maybe it's a Norway or something? I was curious if, if, if you had heard anything about that. No, yeah. but I mean it makes sense after after Battlefront. Right. You know? I mean there was so much but drama with, about with that. Overwatch, all of the loot crates are purely aesthetic. Like right. nothing helps you in the game. Right. It just which is funny because there's all these costumes that, that you aim to get in a first-person shooter where you can't see your costume. That's so weird. And so it seems incredibly pointless, like even more silly to yeah. buy loot crates. But, I mean, to each their own. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of things I do that people are like, well, that's that's real <laughs> dumb, dude. Why would like, you why do that? You gonna, yeah. Why do you keep buying board games and never playing them? It's like, because I don't have friends. <laughs> bought a jurassic park board game at target yesterday and i was like yeah. don't do it no one's gonna play that with you <laughs> well but i wanted it that's a good point though i i thought of that just the other day is like god damn like why do i care about this costume because you never get to see it but uh and then the last game i i would like to mention is uh the one i was playing earlier today it's probably the only like kind of new game that i've picked up and it's new minera uh, or tides of Numenera's in there, and I—I I don't know. I'm—I'm I'm thoroughly impressed with that game. I—I I feel like I just need to rescind my whole statement about not liking isometric role-playing games. I was waiting to yeah. say something. Yeah. Because I walked in, I saw you play, and I was like, "Well, well, well." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we haven't got to play Divinity together yet, but goddamn, that game is incredible. And this one too, and Pillars of Eternity. You know, and that one I have not. I have, but I have yet to fire it up. I that was one that I've, uh, I, 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 I bought it when it first came out, and I started it, and then something took me away from it, and I just started playing it again. Cool. Mainly because of our D and D forays. Yeah. Uh, and our mutual friend Sage turned me on to the Critical Role podcast, and. The DM in that podcast is a voice in Pillars of Eternity. And cool. I was like, oh, man, well, I got to go and find him. Nice. Uh, and I guess Pillars of Eternity 2, like the whole Critical World cast, plays voices in Oh, my in gosh. One. So I, I, I can't wait to be the first one so I can get into the second one. I'm pretty excited. Shoot fire. Yes. Yeah, so love about Numenera, and I can't say that this has happened in any other game is just how unsettled I feel the entire time. You know, like when you fire up um, Dragon Age or even Mass Effect, there are so many like safe assumptions you make about reality and about the world. And in Numenera, I think it's Torment, Tides of Numenera. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in that game, like it's so kind of cool and I think well-designed that nothing you can't take anything for granted i mean you you start the game you have no idea who you are and you have no idea why you're where you are and everything just kind of goes from there and like you run into weird shit and weird people and like weird artifacts and weird buildings and everything is just completely weird i said that like 15 times <laughs> And it's just consistently off-putting and unsettling in a, in a cool way. You know, it's like always 
new and fresh and you're always like what the hell is this and so you run into this machine that's been there for like 40,000 years and nobody even touches it because it's just been part of the backdrop and you go to examine it and anyway I, I really appreciate that a game is able to to do that to like make you feel a little uncomfortable and questioning about you know questioning your surroundings and and uh, your environment I think that that's that's good design you know I, I definitely recommend that game so would you say that isometric view games are uh, pretty great I, I would <laughs> I would say so and I I or at least they're becoming good yeah yeah I, I think yeah I think my my problems were back from the 90s and the early 2000s and there are games that people love um, Planescape is one of them Baldur's Gate I I loved Neverwinter Nights did you ever play Icewind Dale? I did not, but that's a that's another one that mm-hmm. I'm thinking of. Like those games, I think are the those are the isometric games that I didn't love. Like I tried them and I it just didn't wow me the way that that um, the more recent games are. Right. So I don't I don't know what that's about. You should try Wasteland Two. Have you heard of that? I have heard of that. Yeah. It's yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's a post-apocalyptic. Yeah, it's kind of like a the old school Fallout games, nice. but modernized, much like how Torment Planets or Tides of Numenera. Well, cool. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Well, I think to wrap up, is there anything coming up that you're interested in, or are you? What about you? Yeah, I mean, the big one, which I decided to start saving up for, is uh, Spider-Man. What? Yeah. <laughs> Puddlegate didn't drive you off. <laughs> so what is Puddlegate? I just heard. I just heard about right. There's so Puddle Puddlegate, drama. it's it's really ridiculous. Uh, uh-huh. They were showing a trailer of the game, and there was like a puddle that like rendered poorly or something, and everyone lost their damn minds. <laughs> and it was just like, oh no, this is not like they're lying to us and all this. It was just you know, it's just a blip. And it, and it became, like, a, a big joke. I think, like, a bunch of people just kind of ran with it just for the comedy of it all. Nice. But, yeah, the fact that it actually became, like, Puddlegate 2018 was, was pretty funny. Uh, I actually think I was watching a trailer on Anthem, Bioware's oh my God. coming up. Yes. And the guy that I was talking about, he's like, there's a puddle right there. You can clearly see the puddle. So he kind of made a jab at it. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> The whole puddle thing was, was ridiculous. Gotcha. I have loved almost every Spider-Man game that's been released, and so I'm kind of excited. I mean, it's it's sort of like, you know, bubblegum, cotton candy kind of a game, but but I'm excited. The, the trailers I've seen make me think that it's going to be somewhat compelling, and it's the first time that I can remember that a Spider game was designed outside of the movies. It's just gonna be a great yeah, that's true yeah it's gonna well, be a great game infinite dimensions or whatever that was oh that's right that kind of uh where they they just they had different reality spider-man and each one had a different gameplay mechanic yes whereas like the new war spider-man was basically batman begins mechanics so that was for <laughs> arkham asylum i forget which one that was but right that was funny yeah that that, that was, that was good I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm glad you said Anthem. I'm definitely excited for Anthem. Yeah. 
Uh, I actually am going back to Destiny. They just released, uh, well, not or they're they're releasing Destiny Two Forsaken. Yeah. Tomorrow. I no, that was. Yeah, I think it's today. I I just got a notification that it downloaded. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so. I just saw the trailer and I was like, I'm going back. I gotta play. I have not played Destiny 2 yet. I, I played Destiny 1 a lot. So this will be my first venture into the second one. So Did you did you buy it? Uh I I I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm I'm downloading it at at, at home okay. as as we speak. So I'm 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 hoping it was a free to play weekend. Uh-huh. on ps4 so that always kind of gets really janky and weird whenever you go to buy it uh so i'm pretty sure i bought it cool um i haven't checked my bank account so <laughs> i don't know but that is one that i'm that i'm pretty excited about uh there was um what was the other one? i am of course playing battle for azeroth the new world of warcraft expansion that came out last month uh-huh uh, I pre-ordered it back in January, so I already had the thing. So I feel, I always feel compelled to play them because I already bought it. Uh, it's same old thing. I mean, it's it is fun. There's some new things in it that are that are kind of neat. But where's that neat again? It's um, neato. It's neat, man. I need to expand my vocab. Uh, Life is Strange Two is coming out this month, I think. I don't. Did you play Life is Strange One? Not yet. Oh man. Yeah, you Kimberly and I really got into it. Killer. It was great. Uh, I I don't know anything about this one. I don't want to know anything about it. Uh, we're doing the same thing with the first one. We just went into it blind. It was awesome. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, there's the Pathfinder Kingmaker, which is coming out on PC this month. Is it going to be isometric? Yep. All right. Oh yeah. I, I mean. Yeah, and I'm I'm just like super into D and D right now. So, I'm like, yeah, let's go. Killer. I'm ready. Uh, and I think that's it. That's a long list, man. That's a yeah. lot of Yeah, well, stuff. it's it's shocking because I don't really play video games anymore. I mean, there's <laughs> also Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, shit. Uh, yes, yeah. please. Yes, please. So, there's Mega Man 11. Uh, that's coming out. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Maybe, could be good. maybe somebody, but yeah, that's at the end of my list. She, Valerie, already mentioned. Uh, oh my gosh! Right, I am very excited for Pokemon. Let's go, Pikachu, Pokemon, and Eevee. That that will be one game where I will buy it and I will beat it <laughs> in one sitting. Like I'm not. That's just. Is that a Switch game? It is. Okay. It is, and it's going to be terrible because uh, yeah. it's it's geared more for casual players because it syncs up with Pokemon Go, okay, which I play a lot of. Yeah. Some may say obsessively. Uh, <laughs> I haven't heard that about you, but based. I mean, uh, but so yeah, this is this is a kind of a remake of the first games, but it's it's geared to more casual players, so I don't think it's going to have the depth that really draws me into the franchise gotcha but i'm still gonna play it because i'm a sucker and i am a mindless drone that is well playing warcraft so you can already kind of tell about my personality they got me hook line and sinker well you know what it's uh azeroth or whatever he's back what, what what's his <laughs> it's name azeroth <laughs> he's back 
<laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not really sure where you're even going with that one. What was the expansion? Oh, Battle for Azeroth? Yeah. Azeroth is, is the world. Yeah. That they that they live so on. So he's back. No, you can't do that because it's a world. No. <laughs> not right. Well, after the last expansion, you actually find out that the worlds have like these personalities uh, or spirits, souls. Sweet. Might say. Yeah. So I was I was yeah, not totally kind of, off. Yeah. A little bit. Um, yeah. Gosh, there's just, like so many more on this <laughs> list, but we'll talk about that later. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Man. All right. Well, um, it's the new episode for the new year. <laughs> the new fall we'll see you again in five months yes it'll be great maybe four and a half we're not going to shave the entire time it's a beard off yeah we did have a pact though everyone was going to wear pants and i know i upheld that wearing shorts okay well you i I halfway went all right well we'll have to ask valerie but i'm sure everything was good yeah All right, party people. Well, thanks for joining us. And then we will see you in a couple weeks. And we'll be discussing probably some Halloween shit. Because it's getting Halloween time. Yeah, Halloween-y. Nice. Like it. Yeah. Well, I got horror games. Because we haven't touched on that before. (laughs) Wink, wink. (laughs) All right, good night, party people. We love you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Well done to a good witch of time.